Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Same As It Ever Was, where we literally don't know what we're going to talk about. Hey there, buddy. What are you doing? What's up there, brother? <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen in Internet Radio Land, welcome to another YouTube Thursday. Episode 28, season two. Indeed, indeed. Canned applause. <laughs> We're in a low so, budget. We have to do our own. I know. We have to do our own. <laughs> whatever, whatever's got to, whatever we got to do to make it happen, man. We're, Just, we're we're down a foley. Is that what it is? The guy who does all the sound a foley. Oh yeah, yeah, the foley theater man. I don't even. I don't. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. It's like that's a thing from the ancient past. Prepan. Prepan. Yeah, exactly. B- like, BC what, what, before COVID. Before right. Prepan like way prepan, dude. Well, you know, uh, a couple years ago, like four years ago, is that a couple? I don't know. But uh, they had this whole like revival thing where like all the orchestras or groups were doing the soundtracks of the movie as the movie was playing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, we had a I revival mean, that, uh, of that going on, which I thought was awesome. Well, it is pretty badass. I mean, uh, to me that that's like uh, you know there have been there have been I think uh, I don't I think it's happened more than once that. Um, Oh, John Williams. Yeah. Had conducted the Boston Pops performing the soundtrack for Star Wars live while the film is playing. And they did this at uh, the freaking. Um, oh my God, I cannot believe I can't remember it. I'm so terrible, dude. The theater in freaking Boston where the I'm BSO not, I'm plays. Not, I'm not from there. Oh my god. It's like one of the most legendary venues in the country. I can't Obviously believe it. not. Oh. <laughs> Good lord, dude. What is the matter with me? Um anyway, somebody can chastise me offline or join just say something. What kind of a New England Well, it I know what kind of a New Englander doesn't know the name of the it's, it's Is Maine part of New England? Sy- Symphony, Symphony Hall. That's the name of it. Is is Maine New England? Yes. It's the largest state in New England. It's actually almost larger than all the rest of the states in New England combined. Hmm. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, no. So, it, I, dude, I wish I could see that. That'd be pretty cool, huh? See, like, you know, the whole freaking opening and everything, and they have a big screen behind the, the orchestra. That'd be pretty badass. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. dude, that's like, that's like the sound effects guys for the original Star Wars film. Yeah. You ever seen like documentaries about those dudes and how like yeah. the making of the film? Well, I remember seeing them when they came out on cable for the first time, and then like going out to like uh, an old phone and trying to hit a hammer and getting the laser. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it was like a cable. It was like I'm a like, high no, tension to... cable. They're like, ging, ging, ging. yeah, you, you got really got to put your like. Ah, it's not the same. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool though. You know, going around with a microphone. I remember we actually did. Uh, uh, the Sensory Men. We did this song years ago, back on our, our very first album, like 1991, and uh, we did this song called "Things I Really Like," and it was sort of a it, it was sort of a uh, sort of a swipe at, at like the local skateboarders here in our hometown. How dare y'all! I know, I know. You know, fucking demon seed, right? 
Um, but it was just, it was funny because it was these, it was these kids who, it was these kids who fancied themselves as like, you know, like so, so anti-establishment, you know, the lyrics my brother wrote were freaking perfect. Uh, you know, and it was all, you know, I like Cracker Jacks. I like pizza, pepperoni pizza, uh, you know, um, you know, I, you know, I think I'm a thrasher Lord. I listen to the cramps, you know, my mom thinks that I've been marred, but she still lets me use her credit card. <laughs> dude, it's like, dude, perfect, perfect lyrics. But the point is, is that the very beginning of the song, we actually, our friend Scott Mason had a skateboard and he was like in his garage and we had the microphone going, we were hooked up to the, the eight track and uh, we're following the skateboard around with the microphone and like he's trying to do these tricks and stuff you know what i mean so you can hear the skateboard rolling and then you hear it flipping around and of course he doesn't know how to do any tricks it's just you know crashing around whatever but the same kind of thing you know like you're grabbing these sound effects with the microphone and later on you like apply it to the song because that was the intro to the tune was the sound of the skateboard the wheels rolling around that shit's fun you know we've had other tunes we've done where you've captured like a like a, a thunderstorm you can hear the rain coming down and actually it's cool when you, when you're trying to get it and then you listen back and you're like, Oh dude, it came through perfectly. Like you can hear the thunder. Yeah. The what rain. are some, what are some tunes that had like real sound effects or like that in within the tunes, like famous tunes, like of course, <laughs> when the thunder rolls, Garth Brooks, you just said thunder. So it made me think yeah. of that. Gosh. Oh. Is the voice from Iron Man a robot voice? I mean, I know it's an effect, but would you call that a, a, a like a a Foley effect for the song? Because he doesn't really sing. Yeah, I don't. The Foley effect is actually like, I don't know. I mean, watching like old documentaries where they're showing a Foley theater for folks who are. For, for folks or who are listening to the program cartoons yeah exactly like for folks who are listening to the show who are unfamiliar the foley theater is back you know years ago for television and films they would have a special studio set up where they would have um you know they'd have like a a special like say it was in the film somebody was walking across some you know they're in an old house and they're walking across the hardwood floor and you could hear the floor creaking you know in the old foley theater they actually have a person who's in the theater watching the film and they've got a microphone they've got you know these floorboards down there or something that sounds like floorboards and they're actually stepping while the character is stepping and because what you're seeing in the film and this is i think something that a lot of people have a hard time with is that you know, when, when it's television and film, those sound effects that you're hearing are not live. Those sounds are not being recorded. Those sounds are not being Shit, recorded. Even some as, of the vocal, like the, exactly. the talking, some of the, some they of the have dialogue, to go back. Exactly. Some of the dialogue has to be re-recorded, you know, so you have the characters talking and, and if they didn't catch something, then they have the actors in a, in a sound studio and they're redoing their redoing their their dialogue. Even the grunts, because I right. the the one that comes to mind is like the last Wolverine, and they have uh, what's the name? The guy's name who does plays Wolverine. Oh, uh, guy. 
Yeah, I know you're talking about. But have him in the side Jackman, Hugh going, Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman going. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right, right, yeah. You know, like, as I mean. in the movie, he's like, you know, Wolverine is going through the woods running and shit. And he's all. Right. Yeah, man. Like, but that's what that's and exactly and that so so you'd have the people in the in the Foley theater who you know they're and it's not even necessarily the thing that you see like you know like JB and I are talking about you have in Star Wars when you'd see the lasers go shooting out of the guns or the cannons of the X-wing fighters or whatever and they're going you 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 know making these sounds well I mean no one knew before you know it's like well what does a laser sound like. You know, you you don't have, you have no idea. Okay, well, it should sound something like this. Well, this is b- way back then. This was before the advent of synthesizers. Really, you didn't have sound that could be artificially generated by a computer, so you had to go out and physically find something that made that sound. And in a lot of these cases, it would be like, you know, like again, it'd be like some high high tension cable, and they're hitting it with a wrench. And they're holding the microphone up to it. And when you hit it with the wrench, the cable goes, it makes this noise. And you're like, oh, there's the laser, you know, really kind of cool. I mean, when you see people who did that kind of stuff back in the day in these Foley, you know, Foley theaters, it's like, what a cool job that would have been, you know? Like, okay, well, it's got to sound like this. Okay, take that paper bag and like crunch it up. But yeah, the the better movies, I, I think the better jobs would be to do like all the gore films and stuff where they like, crack like a watermelon and that's oh yeah like it's like somebody's bone head. breaking yeah like <laughs> that that one would have been the cool one like that oh, would have yeah. been pretty freaking cool man that would have been that would have been cool because how do you how do you like well this i mean they can take like a like a dog bone or a chicken bone or whatever and like okay this is what this sounds like oh yeah what, what would it sound like if you you know hit a sledgehammer in someone's head right exactly like what would it sound like for the skull to crack yeah, yeah. You know. like, okay. <laughs> You're like, that's awesome. It totally sounds like that. I mean, in your mind's ear. In what your does mind's a, ear. What does a skull sound like when it's cracking open, exuding brains? I don't know. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Who is the guy that cracked open the... I'm having a tough time here today with that. Who is the guy that uh, cracked open the watermelons on his co- comedian? Oh. Um... One word name. Yeah, Gallagher. Know. Gallagher, yep. Yeah, okay. God, so what a hack. Time. It just takes a little second, but yeah. What a, what a hack comedian, dude. Was he? Uh, it's just so bad. Was have, you ever, have you ever seen films or anything of his show? Yeah. And everybody he? shows up and they're all in like, I don't know, man. There's something I think he's a me. permanent like... cast member of ho- the old school Hollywood Squares. You remember that? Oh, yeah, dude. Where they, where they had a, like, bring that back. Well, they do. They're, they're, there is a show. They get the wrong people. Though. No, I know it's not like it used to be. And this, this whole Hollywood thing, you, this whole thing the you're alluding to, people in 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 the in the Hollywood. Yes, you, this this what you're what you're uh, what you're alluding to right now is is a foreshadowing of my YouTube Thursday. So um, I'm not going to bring it up now because it's way, way way too early. But yes, I, I think I have a gem. I think I have. I think I have a gem. Yeah, man. But yeah, like Hollywood Square. Do you remember the uh, Battle of the Network Stars? Yes. What was you that? You son of a like... bitch, JB. How'd you do that? <laughs> How did I do How'd you what? do that? I don't know. That, that's my fucking YouTube <laughs> Thursday, you bitch. 
fucking asshole. <laughs> well, you didn't have to you say fucker, anything. You fucking bitch. <laughs> you didn't have to say anything. Oh, my it. God, dude. I can't well, help it if we're on the same the cycle. Cats out of the bag, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> can't help it if we're on the same cycle. <laughs> it's not only the women that link up, you know. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I knew we were, dude. You said you said television. You said you said Hollywood Squares, and I'm like, oh shit, we're cutting real close to what this thing is, dude. We're getting a little close, and you stepped right over. I'm like, well, fuck, there it is, there it is. So anyway, my and it was no fair, like when Bruce Jenner and OJ Simpson are on there. It's like, oh shit, oh dude, ABC's gonna win again, dude. There's a whole collection. There's a whole collection of these videos on YouTube, and they are awesome. Dude, yeah. it's like you it's feathered like, hair. Oh my god! I mean, dude, when you've got freaking uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Fairchild, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan yep. Fairchild. What was she on? Like Falcon was, she, Crest. was it Falcon Crest? Yeah. Um, I mean, know, amongst her, other things, but in the eighties that I remember. Well, but you see, I'm okay. Now this is where I was going. This is where I was going with my YouTube Thursday. It, when you watch those movie or when you watch those clips of Battle of the Network Stars, man, does it ever send you a message about the condition of modern television in our world today compared to what it was back then? You know, I mean, it was like, I don't know, man. I think honestly, like, who's 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 a who's a television star today? Name me one. Um, the fact that it's taking you this long to think no, of somebody well, because you, you're trying like describe television stars, but that's know? my that's exactly like, my between point. Netflix and you know that's exactly Prime my Video. point is that back in the day when you only had like four networks, three because so Fox was three ne- right three NBC, networks, ABC and CBS. You only had these three channels to choose from. So the people that were the people that were the stars on all of these television shows, you know, daytime and evening shows, everybody knew who they were because everybody was watching. It was it wasn't like, oh, well, what do you? Oh, I watch Hulu or oh, I watch, I don't have that. I watch Netflix. It was like, dude, there's three fucking channels. There's three. So guess what? At eight o'clock at night, you've got three choices. Well, I mean, and, if, if you're a television fan, obviously. And like that, the movie um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I can't miss uh, FBI. Like everyone, even the movie stars, I know we have to watch FBI. Yeah. Like that was just like everyone just stopped what they're doing. That's what it was an event, dude. When things happened on the, I mean, you know, as well as I do, it's like who shot J.R.? And I mean, I didn't, I was not a big like evening soap opera. I was, we were young, you know? Dude, think about when Dallas was happening and you lived in Dallas. Oh, I can only imagine, dude. What? I can only imagine. What? Yeah. No, I mean, freaking, I mean, this is why I chose for my backing music for today's program. I, I chose television theme songs. I currently have, uh, here we go. What a great theme song this is, dude. Can you hear that? Who is it? I'm I'm trying to hear it. It's a little it's a little wobbly. 
I hear a guitar solo. Here it comes. Oh, it's Magnum PI. Hell yes, dude. Hell yes, undeniable theme yeah, once, song, dude. What? Yeah. Oh no, uh, I remember. So there's um, we're we're floating out in the South China Seas on the USS Blue Ridge, and somebody had brought this CD of like TV theme songs, and that there's me and another guy named Danny McGowan, and we were just going back and forth like. All right, which is this one? Oh, it's two two seven. How about this one? Oh, uh, silver spoons. How about this right. one? Family yep. tie. Like, dude, come on. What, what is this? Let's 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 get deep. Let's go seventies. Fuck the eighties. Oh, yeah. Let's go seventies. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You know. No, like, dude. I mean, it, it's. But that's the thing is that, dude. You take a song. Oh, this is a great one, dude. What th- what theme what theme song is this? Uh, it's an ABC show. Oh. James Garner. Yeah, I just can't remember the name of it. He had a black car. He had a black Monte Carlo. It was Carlo. a gold one. He had like a gold. like. It was a Monte Carlo. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. Oh, man. The Rockford Files. The Rockford Files. What yes. a great freaking show, dude. A great theme song. You know, we we had a freaking. I remember we lived in Virginia Beach. Norman Lear, dude. Yes, king oh, of, of '80s sitcom. Absolutely. I remember we had a we had an an '80s theme party when I was living in. Uh, we were living in Virginia Beach. This is back in 2005, 2006. I was going to the um, unit leader course, and freaking. Uh, I you know there was I didn't have like a. Uh, an MP3 player, so I created all of these compact discs. It's uh, a dude, CD for my kids, right? Exactly, so it's a CD compact disc. There you go. Um, but dude, I made like eight hours worth of these compact discs, and it was all '80s music and '80s television theme songs. Yeah, that would be a great theme, like for like a, a party to have just a '80s television characters. Yes. Yes, how dude, would I, dude, I would show up as like Dukes of Hazard. Uh, dude, I went to the I, dude. I hosted the party. I was dressed up as Devo. There you go, dude. It was awesome. I had like the red po- like plant pot on my head. You know, we are not men. We are Devo, dude. It was freaking awesome. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole point being that. Give me that. Uh, right. Give me that. Yep. Give me dude. that. But that was like you know. But that was the the whole point though, man. Is that it's like. You know, back when you only had these three channels to choose from, dude, everybody knew who these people were. Of course. So, of course, for them to do this Battle of the Network Stars, dude, that was something that everybody was going to tune in to watch. You know, it was like, what better way to get freaking viewership than to have all these people, all these stars from all of these different shows all come on and they're going to compete in these foolish, you know, games dude, not or whatever. Mention, like, like, what about the music? Like, yeah, of course, you had Soul Train, but then you oh, had yeah. Solid Gold. Solid Gold Dancers, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> dude, freaking American Bandstand. American Bandstand. American Solid Bandstand. And, uh, and, and Soul Train. I don't yeah. think there was another one. This, and this is pre-cable. I don't think there was anything other than that pre-cable. Oh, no. No, no. 
but I mean, dude, it was it's crazy because you watch those videos and it's like, dude, there's this there's a video, and it's freaking um, Robin Williams oh. because he was on Mork and Mindy. Yep. And it was the dude I can't remember his. I can't remember. Like I can't remember his name, but it was the guy who was the guy who played Mr. Cotter in Welcome Back, Cotter. You know, and they'd have somebody from like ABC Wild, what like Wild he was World, World of Sports. Well, yeah, it was like they always had like you know they had somebody from like ABC Wide World of Sports who'd be like Gabe you know Kaplan. doing it. Was that his name? Gabe Cla- Kaplan. Oh, dude, and that what a dude! You're talking that show. Come on, come on, freaking what's Juan Epstein, the Puerto Juan Rican Jew. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> just ridiculous. Vinny, Vinny Barbarino, Vinny Barbarino, and freaking uh, what was his name? Boom Boom Washington, the black dude. Yeah. Oh my god, and Horshack, Horshack. Oh 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 oh, <laughs> Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. Hey, Mr. Cotton. They, they had it. The name is. Were they a gang? Because they're called the Sweat Hogs. But were they a gang? No, I don't think it was that they were. I think it was a. I think it was sort of a. It was sort of a nickname that was given to people who lived in sort of that part of the city, or like in their neighborhood. That's what they were considered. I think I don't know. I I know that I don't think they weren't a gang. I mean, think about that, dude. That it's, was John Travolta, dude. John Travolta. Pedro Filippo do Hevos, Huevos Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? John Travolta was on that freaking show. It's hey, crazy. Mr. Cartier. Hey, Mr. Cartier. <laughs> dude, it was awesome. Awesome show. You know? Just all of those freaking people. The Dukes, like you say, the Dukes of Hazard people. Freaking God, she was a fox, wasn't she? Bernadette Daisy- Backrock. My God, Daisy Duke. Bernadette Backrock. Woo! Good lord. Hmm. And then like cu- random cousins would come and they'd be the blonde, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Dude, but like you say, it was all that shit. It was happy insane. days. Happy happy days. Monday, Tuesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Dude. I don't know. I those words were not right, but no. I mean that Saturday, that, Sunday, happy days. Well, we had talked about Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, that was in the same town as freaking Milwaukee. As, yeah, it was in Milwaukee. Yep. You know, so all of a sudden the freaking Fonz would show up at Laverne brewery. and Shirley's place. Yep. You know, um, Pinky Tuscadero. Oh God, dude, just too much, too much. And then Happy Days, uh, like. Stopped, and then there was Al's. Uh, yeah, that was the spinoff. Al's place. Yep. And remember when the Fonzie had to jump all those cars? Oh yeah, that was a thrilling moment yeah. in television, dude. Or do you a... remember the time he had to water ski? There was a time uh, where he had to. I don't water remember ski. that one. Yep. I don't remember that. Um, God, but it was like, uh, and then you have, like you say, you had all that string of shows from. You had that string of shows from uh, All in the Family, and oh, the from spinoff Norman, of the Norm Jeffersons. All yeah, the, the Jeffersons family. was the spinoff Sanford of that. And Son. Sanford and Son, the Jeffersons. Uh, dude, uh, you want to talk about a badass theme song, dude? Oh, dude, Yeah, but I mean, it was freaking. What was the last one you just sang? 
It was uh, Barney Miller, the Barney, Barney Miller, Miller show. Yeah. That was the theme from Barney Miller. The freaking badass song, song man. Dude, hey, if anybody out there in the internet radio wonderland, listen to the full version of the theme from Sanford and Son. Because uh, the breakdown section of that, it, like, you never hear it, right? Mm-hmm. You never hear it. But, dude, if you listen to the whole thing, it is a badass fucking song. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, uh, what's the one? Uh, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, man. That was a freaking badass show, too. With Rerun. All those characters, man. You know? All those freaking people. And that was... Raj. Oh, dude. Yeah, Raj. He was like the (laughs) smart one. He was like all common sense. Everybody else is all like... (laughs) Dwayne. (laughs) Dwayne. Oh, my God, dude. Too much. Just too much. The golden age of television. It really was. was. It really was, man. You know? I mean, and that even went all the way up through like Cosby Show. You know? I mean, I think, okay, so I think Friends and Seinfeld, I mean, some people, like, when you got, when you get to, like, Arrested Development, oh, that's, because that's, that was a Fox, right? And then, um, yeah, like, I think, I think uh, those are the final, but yeah, because in the, in the, in the mid 90s when, uh, real world came out. Oh yeah, and it was the beginning of of reality television. Yeah, the reality television cre- it crept in, man, and all of a sudden that's all anybody. W- then everybody became a voyeur. Well, all the writers were like, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, because you don't have to pay for writing nope. in the reality television. No, it writes itself. No, I but never. That's, I mean, but I that's never re- caught on to Big Brother. I never watched that. Oh, we've watched every single season of it. Really. Every season. What was I mean, the what was the what was the draw? Um, I don't know. Well, we've always been we've always been big fans of um Survivor. Yes, I, I, I yeah, we watched the shit out of the first like seven seasons of Survivor. Uh, yeah, like, and now there's been like thirty two seasons or some ridiculous thing. Um, we were really big fans of that. We have been. I've gotten kind of weird with those shows. I know I've talked about it before on the show. Like with, with those kind of shows, those competitive type shows. Uh, over time, I've gotten kind of jaded because I, at heart, man, I just I hate I hate the freaking way that people treat each other on these shows. You, I, it brings out the worst in people. It really does. And the fact that the people who win are winning all of this money for being the worst person of them all. Mm. I have a really hard time with that. You know, um, it's just the backstabbing and I get that it's a competition and it's outwit, outlast, blah, blah, whatever. I get to the point with these shows now where like Jennifer, she'll watch from like the premiere all the way to the finale. I get to the point where I'm just like, you know what, dude, why don't you just let me know when we're down to like six people? You know, like you can give me the backstory on why everybody hates this one guy. I get it. I don't need to watch all of that to hate him too. Just tell me what, why they hate him. 
and I'll jump on board at that point. You know, at that point, we're dealing with five or six people. Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem to. It, I, I think at that point, you're not seeing people as sort of backstabbish or whatever conniving. Um, but like I say, we've been fans of that show. And I think that the Big Brother thing was sort of, you know, when you're talking about summer television, because we live. I mean, and I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but dude, I live in a television house. We're a television family. I mean, the television gets turned on in this house at 630 in the morning and it's on until 5 or or 10, 11 o'clock at night. That's just the way it is. Well, every every room in this house has a TV in it. Look, look. uh, Okay, but like I. I think that that from its inception, right? From everything that we've seen, uh, like even from when radio, everyone when the radio shows came on, everyone gathered around the radio, right? Right. And then for the TV, like Jackie Gleason's show, like the sure, Hunters, everyone yep. gathered around there. I think the last bastion of family time is shows like that. Like I will tell you, uh, like when Mortal Kombat came out, we all like as a family we watched Mortal Kombat, right. Um, Every week that Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier came out, like that was our Saturday night. That was the plan. We're all going to get together and as a family, everyone's off the electronics to watch TV. When football season happens, every Cowboy game, we're watching, we get, we all get dressed up and we watch the Cowboys game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I, you know, I don't think, as far as like family time, I think that's what it was meant to be. Oh, sure. From no, the beginning absolutely, absolutely. And continuation from the radio shows. Right. And I, and I think the thing is for us is, I mean, I will tell you that I, I never got into the whole like real world thing at all. I mean, for me, and, and this is, this is the honest truth, man, for me as like a teenager, even into my, you know, my twenties, I never was big into watching network television. I really was not. Like, I was the kind of kid growing up who, I mean, unless it was sports or something like that, like, dude, I would fucking, I I would, like, sit in my room and watch, like, PBS. Watch, like, freaking documentaries and shit. Like, I love that stuff. During the summers? During the summers? Especially on rainy days? Oh, yeah. I, I would watch the shit out of fucking Bob and learn how to paint. Yeah, the, dude, I'm seriously like all that stuff. Three, two, one, contact. You know, um, did you ever see the? Did you ever see it, the? Did you ever it. see the? Did you ever see the three, two, one, contact episode with Kiss? No. Oh, dude, it's the best. I will have to share that on the show. I'll have to share that on our our, our web page. It's it was so cool. It was like basically what they were talking about was oh no, it's oh here we here we go. Hold on. Here it comes. Oh, shit. Oh, Miami. Miami Wise. Best, <laughs> best show in America. Love it here in, in Pakistan. <laughs> Another great theme song, man. Everybody freaking knows Miami Vice theme song. 
Um, Jan Hammer. Jan Hammer. Um, but yeah, um, like I freaking it, it was the the three to one contact episode. It was it was basically talking about the refraction of light and how like when you see colors, what you're actually seeing is like the absence of that color because every other color except for that one is being filtered out. Yeah, you know, and what they were using as, as a, using as an example in the show was the light show from Kiss's live concert. You know, <laughs> yeah, and it was just really neat because I mean, at, at the time I was at the time I was a huge young Kiss fan, and I thought that was so cool. Like, oh man, they're showing all this footage of them playing live, and you know, whatever. Um, but dude, watching all that kind of crap, you know. All right, so here we go. We've done this before. And it's, I haven't even thought about it either, but like, I know definitely one because like the theme song to this TV show is, is my ringtone for when anybody calls, but, uh, which is weird that we're talking about this. Uh, so what would be your Mount Rushmore of 80s theme songs? Oh, geez. (laughs) I know. Top four. 80s theme songs. Well, Dallas has to be there. Oh, okay. It ha- I mean, I... Uh, this is coming from a drummer. God, I love this show. Understandably, I there's feelings attached. Or memories attached. Oh, to sure. Like, because we, if you, if we could get into like the musicality of it all and the cookie cutterness. Well, of them yeah, all. no, no, no. Whatever. I, to me, to me, what, to me, what makes a Do great you have Dallas. Well, yeah. Um, to me, what makes a great television theme song is how many people know what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that I would say Dallas because everybody knew the Dallas theme song. Yep. Um, uh, I would. You remember what the Knots land? You remember Knots Landing? I don't remember that one, dude. Think about being the show that comes after Falcon Crest, like, and then it was Knots Landing. Oh yeah, yep. Because Falcon Crest and Dynasty were always competing against each other. Oh sure, yep. Um, I I would say. I don't know. I mean, Dallas, Dallas is on mine. Dallas is on mine. Miami Vice theme song. Okay. Everyone knows what that is. I think everyone does. I mean, I may be wrong because we're musicians and so this shit gets stuck in our head like glue. Um, now we got to decide. I mean, you're saying 80s theme songs. Yeah. I mean, if we're thinking about if we're thinking about the Jeffersons, are you are you considering that seventies or eighties television? It was in the eighties. It was in the eighties. God, man, that's so hard, Jeremy. I mean, that's why it's the Mount Rushmore. No, I know. Okay, if I had to just say, uh, moving on up yeah. by the Jeffersons, Miami Vice, Magnum PI, and Dallas. Oh. So Dallas is definitely one of mine. Another one, which is the ringtone to my fucking to when anybody calls is uh, uh, different strokes. Okay. Yep. Yep. 
It's a great song. Alan Thicke, man. He was the writer of, he yeah. was the conjurer of all things. Yep. Uh, yep. And he sang on them, too. Uh, oh, yeah. This one's a tough one. I'm going to have to go with Silver Spoons. Really? Yeah, dude. I watched the shit out of that. Wow. Yeah. It, dude, it's like one of those, like, if I can, and once again, fanboying out on, on Alan Thicke, but at the same time, it's he wrote some great, you know, Growing Pains, Family Ties, oh, theme yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no Saved by the Bell. I didn't watch that shit. <laughs> That's the theme song that just came up on this playlist. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that was freaking, what's his nuts there? The freaking dude who passed away just recently. He was, what was his nickname? Screech. On the show? Screech. That was it. Yeah. He was all, he was not that old. He was like only like 40 something, wasn't he? Pretty sure. Fuck. Pretty... I don't know if I want to say this one or not. Oh, there's another one. There's another theme song coming up. Dude, the theme song to Hill Street Blues. This was a heavy theme song, man. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. All of those were. This was a heavy show back in the day. Oh, my God. You think about this television show when it was on. Oh, here we go. This was like this was the height of like police drama on television for a long time. You know? And again, did you and I have talked about this type of thing so many times before? It, it's about it's about plot and character development. You know, and they they this is one of those shows, man, where they just created such great characters. You know, such great characters. Dude, the theme song from Taxi. All right. So my God. my my fourth one. Okay. Which I it dude, I, it's a tie, right? Between the theme song from A Team Oh and yeah. Greatest American Hero. Oh, a great one. Another great I know, one. like that's that's why I'm torn between yeah. those two. That's because tough. Because everyone's like, well, some people say, well, did it really have, like, but how did it start off? A group, an elite group. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They had that little narration thing at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A group of elite commandos, especially trained forces. Yeah, yeah. Known as the A-team. But yeah, man. believe it or not, I'm walking. It is a great. It. That's a great song, dude. You uh, know, the great lyric, dude. Great lyric. What what '80s show was Scott Bakula in? <gasps> Scott Bakula. Come on. Oh Christ, I don't know. Do you know who I'm talking about? When no. I say Scott Bakula. Uh uh-uh. uh. Dude, that was my show too. What show? Oh, it barely oh. makes it. Quantum Leap. Oh God! You remember that's that? A, that's, show? I, I remember that show. I will not lie to you, dude. I didn't really watch it. What? Oh. I did, I'm telling you, Jeremy. Like my whole time, even as like 
because that was a huge show when you and I were like in high school. Yes. You know, and that whole time I was in high school, man, I really did not watch a lot of network television. I didn't. I watched a lot. I watched network television when I was a kid, you know, when I was younger. And it was stuff like freaking different strokes and all that kind of crap, you know. But once I got up to like, you know, like high school, I wasn't I wasn't watching that shit, you know. Um, and then, and to be honest, even when Jennifer, what about Three's Company, we we left that one out. Oh yeah, I, I mean that's by the way, you know, just... I, I, I'm gonna go with um, with eighteen. Are you? Yeah. So your four is what? Uh, different strokes. Uh, a team. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the one Silver that, spoons. You, Silver spoons, and the one you had. Um, oh, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a respectable Mount Rushmore, dude. Because uh, like I didn't even get in like Charles in charge. Oh, dude. This is what I'm saying. Man. Did the go like, I mean, and you know, welcome back is a welcome back to that Wait. same old place that we laughed about. What about Alice? You know, it was a good show. I mean, I, again, I didn't really get into that so much. Um, and. People are probably gonna chastise because, like, I'm in the Navy, like, Love Boat theme song. I mean, oh, that... but it was a great theme, dude. <laughs> I know. How about Eight is Enough? Eight yes, is enough dude. And that was the thing that I was. Dude, I'm at work. With... I'm at work, and I'm talking about the Battle of the Network Stars. And I was talking to my, I was talking to my my coworker Steve, and I was like, Yeah, man, like, you know, they had everybody on that damn thing. They had like Dick Van Patten on there, dude. <laughs> I was I was trying to fucking explain the concept of bosom buddies to my fourteen or my sixteen year old, and they're like, "What? Uh, <laughs> it's two guys mean, that had to dress up." You like mean women. there's an apartment building that's only for women? <laughs> that's what the whole thing was about. Two dudes secretly living in an apartment building that's only for women. Do you do you remember uh, what the fuck? Uh, Balky Balky. Uh, how oh, does that thing was- sound? Per, was it Perfect Strangers? Yes. Perfect Strangers. Do you remember yep. how that theme song went? Oh, God. I don't remember that one. Okay. And, dude, like, uh, Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. Yep. What about what about the, the theme song for Alf? You remember that? I don't really remember that one either. I never really got into that show. <gasps> never was a big Alf fan. Never really got what the big deal was with that guy. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, here's some notable, like, the theme song from Cheers. Oh, dude, that's timeless. Three's Company. Yes. Uh, dude, Three's, I will tell you, Three's Company. Mr. Belvedere. Oh, yeah. Three's Company for us, like, that's an all-time favorite. Jennifer and I will watch Three's Company freaking... Three's Company, Taxi, all that shit over and over. Dude, Jack, Jack Ritter, or I mean, John Ritter, John Ritter was such an incredible personality, dude. Did you ever watch that show that he was on back in the early 2000s before he passed away? That show, uh, Eight Simple Rules. Did you ever watch that? No. It was called Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. It was actually a really good show. Um, and it was his wife. I think she was, 
I can't remember her name now. Al Bundy's wife. Oh yeah, I mean I know who you're talking about. But... I think, and they carried the show on after he passed away. Um, eventually it went off the air, whatever. But dude, when we found out, I remember like when Jennifer and I found out that John Ritter passed away. It was unfucking believable, dude. It was an absolute shock. Like, what? How does this? Do- and he dies of like an aortic aneurysm. So, my mom had that, but caught it in time. Oh my god! I never. I had, and it's genetic. I never, so, I've never seen or heard of such a thing. Yeah, and and it's genetic, so I have to like get tested oh, to see if that can happen to me. Ooh. Yeah. Would you want to know? If I had a potential for something like that, yeah, like yes. any anything, yes, because I would want to know what I can do to help prevent it. Mm. I would want to know so that I'm not just like trudging headlong into some, you know, something, okay. and not even knowing it. You know what right. I mean? Like too deep of a of a turn. All right, that was so, a heavy so, turn. Right. Too deep of a turn. Um, <laughs> okay, stop. Yeah, scratch but, that. Uh, what does Willy Wonka say? Scratch that. Reverse, reverse. it. Yeah, reverse that. Uh huh. Um. But yeah, like all the '80s, like there's just so many. Oh yeah, like, dude, this what? is what kept America tuned in night after night after night, dude. Because I think the last like theme song that was related to to me that I like remember is is Friends. Sure, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I was what I was going to say earlier was that, you know, we've always been a big TV family and I never really got into the whole real world thing. Um, oh, man, the freaking Linus and Lucy, the Peanuts theme song. Um, and because I never really got into that, I was like, dude, there's nothing good on TV. And then freaking Lost came on. And it was like. All of a sudden, this is the true story of seven strangers picked to live in a house, work together, and have their lives taped. Not even find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. Okay, the real world. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) that's that's the that's the intro, dude. Yeah, I totally foreign to me. But Lost came on television, and it was like. This it was so Lost refreshing. Was badass. It was so refreshing to have this return to Must great be. television writing. Yeah. You know, characters and character development and a plot and like you had to you know you had to tune in the next week because you were like, what the fuck is what is that? Lost kind of lost me when it got to the three toed statue thing. It, uh, dude, well, and again, you mentioned the whole writers thing. And you remember what you remember exactly. It was the writer's strike and it was right towards the end of the series. And so all of these things that had been, you know, that had happened throughout the show that you were like waiting for answers to. You're like, what was that? Why did that happen? Why the fuck is there a polar bear? Why is there a polar bear on a tropical island? Why is there, what is this black smoke? You know, whatever, like you say, this three toed statue thing, what, what, what? And then the writer's strike happened. And all of a sudden they're like, well, we're going to have to like cut out a certain number of episodes to be able to make it to the end of the season 
you know, which meant that, and they, they were, they were frank with everybody. They were like, there are going to be answers you won't get because now we don't have time to explain them. And I was like, dude, are you effing serious? I mean, after we had been watching this show for how many seasons and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, sorry, sorry. You don't, you don't get answers to that. Moose outside should have told you. What's that? Moose outside should have told you. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Dude. Ugh. But whatever, whatever. It was still a great show. And you've seen it, you know, now they're obviously, I think you have, I think you have reality TV and, you know, uh, you know, fictional television. They sort of coincide in some degree of harmony. I mean, there's so much to fucking, there's, you know, going way back in this conversation, you go to the current state of television now. Yeah. I mean, it is just so vast. I did an experiment with my kids where they could only watch cartoons on Saturday from eight to noon. Yeah. And I'm like, this is all me and mom had. Yep. That's it. Yep. Not during the week. This is the only time we had cartoons. They're like, well, that sucked. (laughs) Thank you. Yep. You're like, that's what it was. Now they have. Now you know why we're. And now you know why we're jaded people. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so dude, we have to get to this, and I I tried to text him the death message, the text message of destiny because he needs to be involved in in this conversation. So I'm kind of hoping, but we can start it tonight. NFL draft. Yes. Who? What is going to most benefit the Patriots? Uh. Getting should they draft a quarterback? Yes. You think they should? They, do yes. you think they should? They should trade up to draft a quarterback. Yes. Yeah, I think it, dude, it either has to be that or it has to be something with the receiving core. Dude, it's crazy to me, man. I mean, the fact that the Patriots re-signed freaking Cam Newton to me was—I uh, don't get it. But how much I. You know, I'm, I don't follow him that much. I know he resigned, but do you know how much it was for? I don't even know. Because he was wor- playing for the league minimum. He's worthless. Absolutely worthless. Four million. Yeah, and like and somehow they think, what, why, why? I don't get it. Whatever. You know, so, I mean, in my mind, draft a quarterback and whatever you can do, get freaking Garoppolo back in the camp. You think? Get Garoppolo back and be like, ready, fight. Round one, fight. Do it. Be like, you want the job, fight for it. You know? There's, and, there's speculation that they want to they trade up and pick up the Ohio State quarterback. I've heard that too. Yeah. Go for it, man. Fuck it. I mean, dude, it is a, a whole new world. It's a whole new world, JB. Well, the rebuild. It yes, we yeah. are living in New England. We are Edelman's living in a, gone. Yep, we are living in a post Brady world, and the glory days are gone. I mean, you have a you have a division now that is dominated by the fucking Buffalo Bills. I know that's why I wanted to get them on, dude. And. 
you know, I just don't. Those, those table smashing motherfuckers. I know. I mean, I just, and I think that, you know, I think that folks in New England, I think that folks in New England have to remember what it was like before Tom Brady came on board. Well, they had Bledsoe. Well, they did have Bledsoe. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is that. Who was know, the quarterback before Bledsoe? I don't even know. I can't, I can't remember that far I back. Can't, I can't remember. You know, but the point is, is that, you know, you have to remember what you have to remember when the goal was simply to win. The goal was not to. What is this, the Raiders? Well, seriously, <laughs> like, I mean, the goal, the goal back then was not to repeat. The goal was not to three-peat. The goal was not to, you know, maintain our dynasty, whatever. The goal was to try to win a Super Bowl. One, you know. Get back to what that was and what was necessary in order to make that happen. Because that's what every other team in the freaking league has been doing for the past 20 years. Figuring out a way to win one. You know? I mean, that's because it's the, the league has been so dominated by the Patriots or was so dominated by the Patriots for so long, you know, that it was like, well, shit, every other team in the league is like, can we win one, please? <laughs> you know? And guess what? Now the tables have turned. We're in that position. You know, do what has to be done here. And the answer is not, well, we need to sign some has-been freaking, you know, quarterback from the Panthers. I mean, come on. Terrible. Terrible. Well, I think the the Cowboys are going to go with Patrick Sertan. Sertain, Sertan. Sertan. We'll call him Sertan. We have the tenth pick from where? What's that? Oh, from from where? Alabama. He's at Alabama. Oh, okay. Cornerback. Uh, yep. Um, we we just like if everyone's healthy, all things considered, like we have a decent uh, defense, but at the same time, like the the person that you want to draft. Is the offensive lineman uh, Samoan guy, but he's going to be off the board. Like we have, we we need we need to shore up that offensive line too. Well, I mean, any of those dudes are going to disappear off of the freaking board. Any of the guys who, I mean, eh, I'm not going to say that. I was just going to say something that I would regret. I mean, it's just I I will I will I will simply say that for for folks who are. You know, for folks who are, uh, you know, lackadaisical fans, you, you know, you don't recognize, they may not recognize the value of the, uh, you know, those interior line players, well, man. It, they, it's not th- sexy. It's not, but that's where the game is won and lost. It's where the game is won and lost. I mean, do the reality, In take the Tom Brady. Tom Brady would not be who he is if for all those years they had not somehow and you saw the years where that offensive line was winning and the years where it was losing and the years that the offensive line was losing the team was losing because I mean, it's just the way it's the nature of the game you know we've talked about it before on this show the rules of NFL quarterbacking are like the laws of nature the game is designed for the position to be played a particular way and 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 the idiot that we're talking about right now, freaking you know, Newton 
is a poster freaking poster child for that a poster child for playing the game in a way other than it is designed and has paid the price dearly for it so did mcnair or not mcnair freaking what's his nuts from uh philadelphia you know what i'm talking about got uh wait, 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 wait. what quarterback that, from oh that's gone now or hurts hurts is the gonna be no, the no, quarterback. no 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 the guy from years ago the black Wentz. guy Carson Wentz, black quarterback from Philly, years ago. Uh, Randall Cunningham, uh, no. Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb. That's what I'm thinking of. Not McNair. McNabb. Yeah, he's a, he's he is an example of it too. Crushed him, freaking uh, the dog fighting dude, Michael Vick. Michael Vick. He's an example of it. Done. I mean, no. Crushed. The worst one is RB RB three. Yes, dude. Robert, oh Robert my Jr. god. Career done. Career done. Everyone's like, he's the next shit, and then boom, blow out the knee. Nope. And everybody who's a fan remembers watching that live on on TV, don't you? You remember watching that dude's freaking knee buckle underneath him because, oh, my God, just ridiculous. You know, the game, the position is intended to be played a certain way, and it requires a a stout offensive line to be able to do it. So, All right, so I gave away your unintentionally gave away your YouTube Thursday. No, I know that was really good though, man. I I, I give you huge huge kudos. You're like, <laughs> oh no, you he's really close. You son of a bitch. He's really close. <laughs> oh, so yep. I don't even know how I I stumbled upon mine. Maybe it was a recommended, but it's called the channel's called Tribal People Try. Okay. And it's this, they're out of Pakistan. And now it hasn't been going on for very long, but now they've got people sending them stuff. But the one that's great is that they have these tribal men uh, try McDonald's breakfast. Oh, God. Do they all spit it out? Well, so it's a, it's a egg. Or it depends muffin. on what, the, oh, do they eat all the same thing? Yeah, yeah. So it's the sausage patty, the eggs, the hash brown, and then that McMuffin. Uh, okay, you know. so you have to explain this for the audience. How do they get tribal people egg McMuffins? Yeah, I, it, people send them in stuff, but I don't know. How, like in Pakistan, I don't know where the closest McDonald's is. Because I can guarantee it, any any McDonald's breakfast sandwich that has to travel hundreds or thousands of miles to get to the consumer is going to taste like shit. (laughs) But they've never had it before. So they just don't even know. They're like, they don't, they don't know. They have nothing to measure it against. Yeah. Um, And so like, it's like, there's like five of them and and they're kind of like the cast for the entire like channel. Right. Um, And it's funny because like, they they're like yeah this is like it, it, they even have it's tea not coffee okay uh, and i guess they heat it up in a microwave i don't know shit right but they all like okay what is this you know the even the egg they're like they're like yeah this is just like scrambled egg but they have different names for it and stuff they're trying to explain to them these things um and they're like yeah we we do breakfast in wooden plates you know and they have this box like oh this is very good you know like like oh, and and they didn't know they have no idea what a hash brown is, 
Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is like they've never potato. had a fr- they've never had a French fry. Yeah, they don't they don't know. It's just like they're looking at it like so. This is called hash browns, and yeah, they're like yeah. And this yellow thing is egg, but and they ask like, does it have the yolk in it? Or and, right. and of course, you know they don't have a lot of utensils, so they're just like picking everything up with their hands. And you know, one guy's like, this is God's greatest gift to man is having hands to use his spoons. okay but it's 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 super interesting and i i'm i'm gonna start having my kids watch it uh just so they understand like the privilege (laughs) that they that they have and and they this is this is your this is your new generation new world version of there's starving children in china well yeah (laughs) But these are the elders, they're the elders of the tribe, right? You see how people in Pakistan are eating? You see? Eat your goddamn food. Clean your, clean your plate. Yeah, it's a cob salad. Right, they it's a cob salad. Right. They don't get to eat vegetables, you understand? No, but it, the, dude, dietary things, right? So, like, they're like, oh, so people in America eat potatoes for breakfast? That's weird. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. And And one guy's like, He's like looking at the egg and he just starts going into like if you're having problems where you you urinate too much at night, then go hard boil an egg and eat the yolk. But if you want to get fat, then eat the the egg white. Ah. Like if you want to Right, because a lot of times people that want to lose weight just eat the whites. Yeah, just eat the whites. And he's like, no, this is what you do to eat to get fat. Ah. This, this is someone that doesn't, you know, they don't have a dietitian at their beck and call or, you know, what people say. But these are like, yeah. Wow. So it's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. One one guy's like, uh, it kind of tastes like fish kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the hash brown. Little did we know egg McMuffins are made of shish kebabs. Well, and and the, the one guy figures out like, well, I'm just going to. He he does an open face sandwich. He doesn't make a sandwich out of it, but he puts right. the patty on there and the egg. He's like, "Well, I'm gonna eat it like this." Like, he kind of figured it out. Have you ever had own. an egg McMuffin? Have you ever had an egg McMuffin and like put the hash brown on the sandwich, like in it, like a failure sandwich? You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, no. You've never done that? No, nope. I've never done that either. I, I think one be- of the greatest things that McDonald's invented though was making the. Uh, the whatever like sausage McMuffin with the pancake and the little thing dabs of you oh. like that shit? Oh, dude, that's, I'm that's, not a that's, fan. That's the breakfast. McGriddle. Yeah, the McGriddle. Yeah, that's uh, the best. I, that's the best invention they made. I'm not a fan. You know what I like doing though? Because you can do it. Put the chicken patty with the eggs. Well, they have that in the cheese with the McGriddle. Like they're making. They're. I mean, they're they're serving that now for breakfast. They're serving like a, it's like a Southern style, you know, breakfast sandwich. That's like a biscuit with, with fried chicken and shit in it. I'm sure you could have them build one. You'd be like, I want an egg McMuffin, sands the ham, replace it with chicken. Yeah, you can. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they would do that. But I just wonder how like, because when I go, I usually, I'm either usually getting the sausage, egg and cheese McMuffin. Or I'm getting the, oh, it's the theme from A-Team. Uh, 
or I'm getting those breakfast burritos, you know, which the breakfast burritos, if, as long as they haven't been sitting around for too long, they're not bad, you know, and they're easy, especially if you're driving or something like that, you know, it's easy. Um, but I've never actually had that sausage, egg and cheese McMuffin and put like the hash brown on it. I bet that'd be badass. I bet it'd be really good. That's like stoner food, man. <laughs> That's just like food that you think of like when you're high. And you're like, man, that'd be really good. <laughs> I'm going to go that get one really right good. now. <laughs> fucking, yeah, man. That'd be, yeah, but they, 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 Let's go to, people... go, to, go to fucking, what is it, Carl Jr.? Or what is the place called out in free, out west? I think it's Carl's Jr. out west. No, what's the other one? Oh no, it is Carl's Jr. out west. It's uh, it's Hardee's. Hardee's on the here. east coast, out west, man. They make these freaking Carl's Jr. commercials that are straight up freaking. Is it Carl's Jr.? Oh no, it... Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box out out west in California, and the commercials are straight up fucking for stoners, dude. Straight Open 24 up. hours. Oh my god, they're like they're deliberately advertising for like. Hey, if you've gotten really stoned and you're looking for something to eat at 11 o'clock at night, we're the place to go. <laughs> it's just, you, they are all but saying that. It's like you watch the commercial and you're like, dude, there's like puppets floating around in the room on the, <laughs> like in the ad. Like, who the fuck are they advertising to? It has to be people that are stoned, you know? Oh my God. There's a but it's, a, it's an interesting channel and, and, uh, they have things. They have an address that you can send things to for them to try. Oh, dude, you got to put that. You got to share that because, like, tribal people try cough drops. You know, try an American brownie. Ugh. Like, what would you want them to try? Well, like, it's Pakistan, right? Well, I mean, there's things that everybody would think of, like have fucking pizza. You they know, have that. They've got that one. I mean, dude, from Maine though, dude. Like, think about lobster. It. Like, like, yeah, I would. I would have them try like a fucking, try a fucking uh, boiled lobster. Well, see what see what they say. That the you'd have to overnight that. That probably costs a lot. Well, you but, know what I'm saying though. I mean, if if I dude, can pick something, and you know there's roll. probably some. You lobster know there's roll. Yeah, like you know there's probably some kind of. You know, there's probably some kind of crazy ass mountain creature that they're eating that they look at a. They probably look at a lobster and be like, "Oh, that looks be, like the blah, 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 we." Eat. Dude, one of the funnier ones is try Snapchat filters, like like making you like put sunglasses. Oh on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that one's fucking hilarious. I Dude, should. I bet that's pretty funny because they're like, "What the?" They're like, "What the?" It's magic. One guy has this sweet ass mustache. He's like. Ah, my mustache looks glorious though. Like, and the one guy's like, "Oh, I look great in sunglasses," because he's never fucking worn sunglasses. <laughs> that's awesome, dude, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. That's the there's yeah. That's a great contribution, man. That's a great contribution. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, well, for all the folks who are out there checking out the show, thanks for tuning in. I feel like we had a great show today, man. A lot of laughs and reminiscence and all sorts of good things. So. Uh, remember that uh, Monday is New Music Monday. Uh, the weekend is coming up. Make sure if you're driving, don't drink. And if you're drinking, don't drive. Tell your family and friends, be safe. <laughs> or, are we going to say, don't forget to spay or neuter your pets? Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, have you seen Drew Carey lately? No. 
Dude, I freaking turned on Prices Right the other freaking day. Dude, has he is sporting a freaking dude? He's sporting my beard. Really? Yes. Surprised the network let him. Dude, do that. I know. I'm like, is that a COVID beard or something? I don't know what that is. That's really weird. Sorry, that was totally off topic. Folks are out there. Price is right. Check it out. He's looking freaking dapper. <laughs> dapper. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, man. So, hey, everybody be safe out there, and we'll talk to you on Monday. All right, later. Later, man.